Hey, thank you for listening to Bible study with Garo. Um, name is probably going to change, to be completely honest. But I just want to thank you for taking your time to listening to, to listen to the Word of God. Um, this is going to be a completely raw podcast, um, mainly because I don't know how to edit. Woo! Um, but yeah, before we get into the Word, let's do a quick prayer, and it'd be super dope if you can join me um unless you're driving don't close your eyes follow join me with your heart uh thank you god for giving us another day of life god thank you for being here thank you for being in every single moment god thank you because your righteous hand is with us every single day of our lives god um i ask that you guide this bible study and that you bless the hearts of everyone listening in jesus name amen um so before i get into it um just a little bit about me um my name (laughs) i have a child first of all um he is nine months and um he's my first baby boy super cute and my life pretty much revolves around him and being a wife and um serving at church so yeah all right let's get into it um today's bible study is going to be focused on psalms 23 that whole chapter it's only six verses long um so the way this is gonna go down um pretty much just gonna read verse and if it needs to be broken down i'm gonna break it down Mm. psalms 23 titled the lord is my shepherd The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I feel like there needs to be an amen after that, so I'm going to just say amen. Um, so while I was studying this, what really caught my eye at first was verse 4. And I feel like it's because of what's been going on uh, personally in my life right now. So verse 4 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Um, This week, I've just been going through it. Um, My son tested positive for RSV, and I don't know, for you listening, uh, but RSV is a respiratory uh, virus that affects mainly kids under one um and then with some kids being over one um but i feel like it's a pretty fresh sickness um i was talking to our doctor we were asking him like how this happened how our son got it he pretty much just said that it's kind of like something that happened happened after covid just because kids weren't allowed to interact with each other or kids were masked so they weren't exposed to certain viruses certain germs um so now that they're able to interact together 
this is what happened um so yeah we've kind of just been going through it this week um i feel like two weeks ago uh we went through it with my husband because he had like this severe allergy reaction actually had to take him to the er because his throat closed up and he couldn't breathe and then just yesterday uh, we took my son to the ER because he was also going into respiratory distress because of this. Um, so it was just a lot. And then when I read first four, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. It really, it really made me pause and just thank God for healing my son, for, for bringing that healing to his body. I mean, even though he's not 100%, we're still declaring and having faith that the Lord healed him and that his body's just receiving the healing right now. But what really struck me was the word shadow of death. It's not the valley of death. It's the valley of the shadow of death. So us, when we're walking and we're giving a shadow, that's a sign of us. That's a sign that we were there or that our presence is, is close around. So I really feel like, like that was us this week we were going we were walking through this valley of the shadow of death i mean deep down in our hearts we knew that death was not going to get to our son we knew that death was not gonna um attack him or grab him we knew our son was not going to die but just seeing him struggle to breathe seeing him like cough up all of this phlegm we knew that other babies had died from it sadly Babies right now, Phoenix Children's Hospital is jam-packed with babies who have RSV. So there was always that like lure of of the I don't want to say possibility, but I really hope you know what I mean. Like of of the thing, you know? And it was tough there was moments where i wanted to cry but i couldn't because i had to be strong for my baby there was just times when my husband would get home and i would feel a sense of relief because now i had help and that's my baby boy but in all of this it says i will fear no evil for you are with me and and that's that's what happened god was with us every single step of the way he was right there with us and he was helping us find comfort and trust in him um so just continuing on um i don't know if particularly you were going through it this week but the shadow of death i feel like could be a lot of things it can be sickness it can be temptation it can be worries it can be depression anxiety all of these things but just like it says right here in psalms 23 4 it says that even though you're going through all of that don't fear fear no evil because the lord is with you and his rod and his staff they comfort you when i was reading the rod and the staff i was like what what does this mean what what is this talking about and he's talking about his authority, his ability, his works, his doing, what he does. That That's what should comfort us. His miracle signs and wonders. That's where our comfort should be. So even though you're going 
through it, basically. Fear no evil. Because the Lord your God is with you. And his miracle signs and wonders should comfort you. Then it goes on to say in verse 5, it says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. This is just reassurance that he's in control. If he's preparing a table before you, just like David says that he's preparing a table before him in the presence of his enemies, that's like God letting David know, like, hey man, chill, have a meal. Everything's going to be all right. It's in my hands. And reading this, like, guys, if you were here, you would have been seeing me ball my eyes out. My son was on the bed sleeping. And initially, I came here to Psalms 23 because yesterday, the verse of the day was 1 and 2. And then I kept reading and I saw 4 and I saw 5. And I was like, God, this is you reassuring me that everything is under your control. That you are setting a table before me in the presence of sickness, in the presence of worry, in the presence of anxiety, in the presence of depression. That he is anointing my head with oil and that my cup overflows so I shouldn't even worry. And I feel like if you're listening, you should take this word, receive it. Receive it. If you're going through it, receive this word. In verse 6, it says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. In my Bible on the bottom, mercy has a number. And then when you go to the footnotes, that number says, Or steadfast love. Surely goodness and steadfast love shall follow me. The word follow me. They are going to follow you. They are going to follow you wherever it is that you go. Steadfast love is going to follow you wherever it is that you go. All the days of your life. All the days of your life. And it says, I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Why am I going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever? Because he is good. Because he's a good, good father. Because he's telling me that even though I see sickness around me. Even though I see death around me. Even though I see poverty every even though i see depression around me he is in control he is setting a table before me i don't need to fear because his authority his acts his works his stod his wrath uh, his rod his staff sorry um comfort me so that's why i'm going to dwell in his house forever now going back to um the verses i actually came here for psalms 23 1 and 2 says the lord is my shepherd i shall not want okay i'm gonna stop right here because this is literally the last thing that i studied <laughs> i left it to the end and to be completely honest it was because i was not really understanding why these words were at the beginning i guess and then it came to me if the lord is my shepherd what else am i going to want because he provides everything that we need 
He is the good shepherd. He is the good father. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is provider. So what else am I going to want? If all my needs are being fulfilled, what else is there to want? And I was like, wow, he is good. His plans for us are always good. They are always good. And right now, I feel like this word is just for me. It's just for me. Right now, we are in a process that has been taking way longer than we had planned to build. Um, we sold our house like I feel like the whole world did last year. Um, yes, we got a good profit off of it. Our plan um, was to buy land, which we did. Our plan was to build a house, which we're sort of kind of in the process of right now. I mean, I feel like it's been forever that we've been saying we're in the process of building. Um, and we moved back in with my parents. We, I mean, I had my son here. Still have my son here. And yes, the Lord knows the desire of our hearts. But I feel like my husband and I and our little family is like in this season of just letting the Lord do his work. Because what else am I going to want when the Lord has already fulfilled all of my needs? Wow. Wow, God. What else am I going to want when the Lord has already fulfilled all of my needs? just so good <laughs> I'm sorry I told y'all it was gonna be raw but he is just so good what else am I going to want when he's provided a roof over my family's head when he's provided healing to my son when the bills are getting paid what else am I going to want Oh, he is so good, guys. He is so good. And then he goes on to say, He makes me lie down in green pastures, and he leads me beside still waters. He is in control. He is in control. Verse 3 says, He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. God is so good. And I feel like in this word, God is telling me, and now telling you because you're listening, do not worry. Do not worry about the valley that you are walking around in. Do not worry about what's on your right, what's on your left, what your physical eyes can see. Because the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. And he leads me beside still waters. 
thank you guys for listening and i hope this encouraged you or that you learned something or that the lord spoke to you i know he spoke to me (laughs) i'm over here in tears um but yeah be on the lookout for episode two i guess god bless